0: Hello, and welcome to the Dow of Our Understanding Recovery Podcast. In this podcast, we discuss mystical works of literature and how they relate to recovery. We hope you enjoy today's podcast episode.
1: Hello, this is Buddy C. Welcome to the Dow of Our Understanding Recovery Podcast. Today we have Drew and Lou and Scotty. Good to have you guys. Looks like during our holiday season, we may be shy. A few of our regulars, lots going on. Folks out there making amends by buying great presents for their relatives, I'm sure. That's a good one, isn't it? Buy, buying their meals when you don't want to. Ah, what a great way to make an amend. It's a funny thing with me, with my sponsees. We have this whole men's scale. It starts with... Praying the will of God for the person, then praying good things for them, then praying for the things you would want, and then God blessing them in every way, then doing something nice for them, then spending money on them if nothing else works. So if I'm out and I buy the meal, they who are you resentful <laughs> Because I'm not resentful, I just want to do something nice for you guys. BuddyC.org has a lot of good resources that you can use. There's a daily devotion you can sign up there if you'd like. I don't use that email list for anything other than the devotions. There's also a list of ways to stay sober during before, during, and after the holidays. We we talked about that last week, and I posted a link in the episode notes last week, and I will continue to do so during the holidays. A link directly in the notes on this podcast and all the ones that I published through December after till after the New Year that have the direct link to download the PDF. And I, I may add one more thing to that: if you've never done it and you're struggling, the power of getting down on your knees and asking, I. I never did that. I thought it was that's I don't need to do that. And there was one day I was having in a struggle different from alcohol, even if it were been alcohol. But at this point, alcohol is not. It's all these other life struggles at this point. Not that it couldn't be after 15 years. But I got down on my knees and prayed and asked for help, and it lifted in a way that it hasn't lifted with the other practices that normally work. So I would suggest just trying that, even if you don't think it will work and it sounds silly. Cause for me, it sounds silly to knees and pray. I need to be thinking of someone else I can help. We get, I get stuck in the tools that we use that work, but when they don't work as well as be open to other things. Sometimes the most simplistic tools can help the most, especially when we have maybe ego and pride around particular things that we're just not going, we just haven't thought of doing. Not that we've really much thought about it. It's just, we don't think that's necessary. Something was necessary and a friend of mine recovery suggests, I'll do that. So I did. And it worked. An obsession I had been dealing with left. So take that for what it's worth. Work for me. Try it sometime. The the regular practice is when you get out of bed, get on your knees. Some people used to throw their keys under the bed so they'd have to get down on their knees to get the keys. So they'd be on their knees in the morning when they got out of bed. And ask God to keep you sober for another day. Or whatever it is you're dealing with. And then the same thing at night. When you throw your keys back under the bed at night. You get on your knees again. And thank God. Love. Whatever. Or just say thank you. You don't want to put a name on it. Surprise. All those things are talking about the same thing. No matter what name you put on it. Yeah. Just come to bed with gratitude. End your day with gratitude. Gratitude. We've got an interesting conversation coming up in our Zen study group this week. The teacher of the book is talking about God. And I'm interested in all these Buddhists, how they're going to respond to this. Because a lot of them come to Buddhism because they want to get away from the idea of something greater than themselves. And every teacher that we hear reasserts the fact there is something greater than ourselves. And it's like those parts of the book we skip over normally. But this one, they can't. Actually, every time we read a book, I put in the back of the book the page and how it's described, page and how it's described. and It's over and over again in every Zen book we read. But it's not described as God. It's described as something or just the other ways people, you know, esoteric kind of way describe what they can't understand. But they know there's some flow of life happening that that can't be explained away. I think even atheists are describing God in a way they're describing the same thing, just coming from a different way. Because if you're so focused on disproving something, that must mean you're, there's some belief. <laughs> there's a reason you're trying to disprove that there, there's something there. Okay. Oh, BuddyC.org for all that stuff. Today, the twenty what do we say 26th is that us 26 26th verse of the Tao Te Ching I'll go ahead and read to Stephen Mitchell get us started I love coming into this and not reading it or studying it beforehand having no idea what it's going to say until I pull it up the heavy is the root of the light the unmoved is the source of all movement thus the master travels all day without leaving home however splendid the views he stays serenely in himself In herself why should the lord of the country flit about like a fool if you let yourself be blown to and fro you lose touch with your root if you let restlessness move you you lose touch with who you are. Any other translations?
2: I can read
3: the Ron Hogan
2: one, buddy. Thank you, sir. To be light on your feet, you need a steady mind. If your body is active, mind should be relaxed. A master can travel long distances and still see everything she owns. She may be surrounded by beauty, but she isn't caught up in it. Why run around thoughtlessly? If you act lightly, you lose your bearings. If you act recklessly, you lose your self-control.
1: Thank you, Lou. Any thoughts on that?
2: Certainly not. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, we'll come back. We'll come back. To uh, think about
3: it, uh, Drew. Yeah, the initial thought I got was just being content with who you are, what you have, where you are, instead of looking for for things outside yourself, looking for the next newest thing, looking for something to capture your attention for a while. If if you're always traveling, you're just always seeking, always looking for the next thing over the horizon, not really content with where you are. Traveling is good. I, I enjoy traveling, but there's the time and a place for it. And I think this is warning against letting that, that mindset of just always needing to be somewhere other than where you are. You have enough where you are right now. You have plenty to keep you occupied. Instead of constantly wishing that you had something else or were somebody else or we're in a different place than where you are. Remembering everything that you have will keep you a lot happier than continually seeking out something that you don't have.
1: Yeah. Thank you, Drew.
0: Scotty. Hey, good morning, everybody. I have the Jonathan star translation. I can read that for you. The inner is foundation of the outer. The still is the master of the restless. The sage travels all day. It never leaves his inner treasure. Though the views are captivating and beg attention, he remains calm and uninvolved. Tell me, does the lord of a great empire go out begging for rice? One who seeks his treasure in the outer world is cut off from his own roots. Without roots, he becomes restless. Being restless, his mind is weak. And with a mind such as this, he loses all command below heaven. And really quick, the last stanza of that. Made me think of the line in the big book and how it works. We thought we could find an easier, softer way. I'm see if I'm seeking a treasure in the outer world, I'm looking for something outside of myself. I'm probably looking for praise. I'm looking for a reward. I'm contriving, right? So if I do that, I'm cut off from my own roots. I'm no longer connected to something greater than myself, whether that's AA as a program, whether that's my higher power, whether that's just a community of like-minded spiritual people, whatever it may be. And once I lose that connection, I get restless. Once I get restless, my mind is weak. For me, that's rumination. My head starts spinning. I slide down that shit storm in my own head. And once I go down that slide, I've lost all command. I have no control over what I'm about to do, whether that's pick up a drink, whether that's pick a fight with somebody, whatever it is. Because I started seeking something outside of myself and my own connections, I ended up in a complete disaster inside my own head. It's funny how it went full circle from seeking outside of myself to having a real issue that's living inside my own mind. And it happens all the time, actually.
2: That resonates with me. I've gone through this whole series of two or three things, but probably three or four things, to be honest, where some minor annoyance happened. Something I I sent for hasn't arrived. Um, I remember one of them was my phone wasn't working right. And I knew that we had made, we'd forgotten we'd traveled or something and we got our payment in a couple of days late. And I thought, what the heck? They're messing with my phone because I didn't get my payment in. Because it says in in the, the bubbles of the. Notes in there, it says that they can do that. So I'm trying to get a hold of them, getting worked up about it. And I call them and I finally get through to somebody and I'm saying, look, I've been your customer for all these years. So it was only a couple days late. What's to deal with it? Oh, no, you can't talk to us. You got to talk to somebody other department. So I go to the other department. And I get more worked up. I talk to them, and just it's I get my phone through a university alumni, I think. So there's this young college student, and she's going Mr. Adams, I'm not sure. Let me check into it. Come to find out, I just needed to reboot my phone. Had nothing to do with the bill. Had nothing to do with that. And and that should have been enough, right? Come back. Come back to the program. Okay. Learn that lesson. No, I had to do it two or three more times. Different things. And then finally, it's like like my video blitzing on and off. And I had a video connection problem. And finally, I thought I had it fixed. But it was like I'm inside my own head when this isn't working, that one's not going to work. I sent for something, it didn't connect up right. And finally, I said, I just got to let this stuff go. And no sooner did I do that and it occurred to me in my brain that, oh, something I've got the Roku hooked up to would probably work. And sure enough, it did. But I got stirred up in my own head and forgot everything about following the program. And, do with this and fortunately unfortunately after slapped upside the head three or four times it came to me and i came back to it i'm glad i had it to come back too
1: it's funny how that happens, isn't it lou um i've had i had the same thing happen this week to me i had an app on my phone it was i was looking for a different podcast app after um android dropped stitcher i was looking for another app To use on android and i went through a pile of different apps and i found one that i really like it's called and it's free pocket cast seems to work really well but i tried another one that had a similar name and i'd subscribe thinking it was going to work and i paid a little bit to see what the extra features were because there were some features i needed to make it go seamlessly because i use podcasts for news for everything and then i unsubscribe i thought i unsubscribed to this new one i'm using so i never could get the premium up on the new one i never subscribed to it right i'm emailing them and sending them pictures of the receipt and all this stuff They emailed me back and said, Sir, this is not our podcast that you subscribe to. i like, Oh, shit. (laughs) But to be, because you're such a loyal customer, here's a special discount. They were like (laughs) pinning over backwards (laughs) Uh, because I have to buy it to use it on my computer. I have to buy the uh, subscription. I don't mind buying. Actually, I prefer on apps to pay a little. I seem to get a much better product, project, product than trying to stay with the free stuff all the time. But anyway, I'll read this one from my interpretation. Verse 26, how to live undisturbed. Compassion makes life easy. Surrender is the master of the restless. Therefore. Those living sober can participate in the activities of the world undisturbed and without fear. They can enjoy many material goods, yet stay unattached. As long as compassion and surrender continue, all of this is possible. Yeah, that makes sense. I think for the others, I like the Jonathan Starr really speaks to me. The inner foundation, the inner is foundation of the outer. The still is the master of the restless. And we talked about, I think it was last week, about the changeable and the unchangeable. And that the thing that did not change was the Tao. That it's unchanging. And the essence of our conversation was we keep... We're seeking the unchangeable within the changing. In other words, we've, we crave this inner peace, but we keep thinking we can get inner peace from things outside of us to bring us this peace we're looking for. And that's not where it's located. And in a sense, I think that's what I read in star for sure. The still is the master of the restless. Practical application may be halt, pause, halt. Hungry, angry, lonely, or tired. If you start getting flared up, whoop, just stop. Am I hungry? Am I angry? Am I lonely? Am I tired? Let's take a break. Let's get whatever it is that physically is disturbing us. And see if we can see this in a different light. Can I see this differently? Or how can I get compassion into this situation? Or what do I appreciate in the person that I'm having this disagreement with that I could, that would help settle this thing down? I always have a better conversation about the negative something negative when I start with something I appreciate in that person. I was talking to a friend about a conflict I know that's coming up and I had not thought about doing that. And I'm, I'm going to have to start that conflict out with what I appreciate in that person. And I think it will make the whole uh, interaction go much better. I think that is looking that is mastering restlen- restlessness with stillness. How do we get compassion into this? The day, the, it's the Tao De Ching, is the path of virtue. Not the path of balance. You don't have an equal amount of restlessness with unrestlessness or stillness. You. It's about walking a path of virtue, walking a path where we can walk in a way that we're a part of. Yeah, that's good. What do you think about this part? The sage travels all day and yet never leaves his inner treasure. More of the same, right? That, he's, that uh, You think of traveling, but yet not traveling. Is he really traveling? Is he going anywhere? Or uh, Sure, he can go anywhere, but yet he doesn't leave what, where his real treasure is, which is within. True?
3: Yeah, that, that reminds me just real quickly of the, the quote from Alan Watts. I think it's Alan Watts about the only piece you bring, the only piece you find at the mountaintop is the piece you bring with you. Yes. Yeah. Just how on a journey, whatever you seek, you're only going to find if you already have it. You're not going to seek it from the, the goal of the journey. The journey itself might help you, but depending on reaching a certain point to get something you want, you've already got it.
1: Yeah. What we're
2: seeking for, we already have. What it brings to mind to me is when you're traveling, you're having all these new experiences and new things come up. And even if it's just going through the day like we were talking about earlier where um, these things come up and you react to them, respond to them. If you stay if you stay home in your head stay at a place of peace stay at a place of virtue in your head then it doesn't matter where you travel or what kind of things come up the plane's late, uh, whatever it is You can travel all over the place, but if you're still grounded, then you're where you need to be. That's the way I read it.
1: It doesn't mean you can't go to beautiful places on vacation and not enjoy them, but you can enjoy something without thinking it's going to fulfill you. I think that's the difference.
2: Yes, buddy. That's that's good. That's the flip side of what I was talking about with the annoyance. Those positive things come up, too, and they can sometimes, they can put you off kilter as much as the negative. If, if you have those kinds of expectations or, or now everything's going to be okay because I finally arrived at my destination.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I have friends that go to Florida and walk on the beach to have tranquil time with God. And I'm thinking, I don't criticize that by no means. I like going and walking on the beach. Sometimes I feel a little more connected. I'm thinking, wouldn't it be great if you could just get that sitting in at home with nothing to stimulate you mentally? That same, and that's the point of Zen meditation is to just sit. It's funny that we do it at a place. On the retreat, we do it at this really pretty place with running water and all the stuff. It's just gorgeous. I'm thinking, guys, you really should dig a hole in the side of the mountain. We just go sit in there for a week. (laughs) I think that's why the cave was such a good place because it was not about the sensory perception. It allowed you to go within a little more. I and I'm at fault with that too. I I live at a lake with a beautiful view. Go outside and spend outside around the lake all the time. Yeah. Not that view, Lou. We don't want any snow views. No, thank you. you. Yeah. It's moving from thinking these things exterior to us are going to satisfy something that can only be satisfied from within. Though the views are captivating and beg attention, he remains calm and uninvolved. Tell me, does the Lord of our great empire go out begging for rice? Does that mean he's begging for rice in a way that he thinks that he will find enlightenment by living the life of Buddha? Because that's what they did was they begged for their food. and They ate whatever they were given. Maybe that's what he's talking about there. I hadn't thought about that sentence. One who seeks his treasure in the outer world is cut off from his own roots without roots he becomes restless being restless his mind is weak and with a mind such as this he loses all command below heaven and it starts with seeking his treasure in the outer world now you could automatically flip that to you've got to work you've got to make a living yeah You need money to survive in this world. That doesn't mean that you don't go out and make a living. What it means, I think, is that your true treasure, though. You can have all the money in the world and it not be your treasure. Or you could have no money and it be your treasure. Oh, what's that Bible about that? It's the love of money that's the root of all evil. It's not money that's the root of all evil. It's the love of money. I know a lot of poor people who qualify for having that love of money Uh, just as much as uh, wealthy folks that have that love of money and i know some of each that don't have either sometimes i'll be honest with you sometimes i'm at walmart and i envy those pajama wearing folks that shuffle in and get their stuff and shuffle home when their check comes in and go home they seem to be pretty happy to me they appear to be i don't know But regardless, that starts inward. And that was the great thing about recovery for me was I started to see that alcohol was not my, my alcohol was a symptom. It wasn't my problem. My problem was all this fear that had trapped me into trying to pacify all of the time. And that's the reason I drank. I started realizing the whole problem was within. What's the phrase? If I'm not the problem, there is no solution. And that's very important because I can't surrender other people, but I can surrender me. And if I can surrender me, then there's hope. This is all telling me to look within. Turn that light around and look. And if you have difficulty looking in and you're in recovery, I would highly recommend you work through the steps if you have not done that i don't know anyone that's successful in recovery that does not have a sponsor no one that i know that i admire their recovery does not have a sponsor that that i know of maybe some people in and out on the podcast but all the people i know here everyone has a sponsor because you as part of the process of you having someone who can guide you through this thing, has been there, it can help shine light on things that we imagine in our head that aren't the way they really are. And we get them off out on paper and start talking about them. We can see them more clearly than what we could see them before. Then that enables us to start looking within. And then we seem to realize that we already have all of this. Doesn't say that they looked within and, uh, and things, they found something, something was added. You said they looked within and found the stillness. They found all, all these things are already there. I think it's, we're just not awake to it. We're sleepwalking. Anything else, guys? All minds clear. We got in some AA. Thank you. What was that? Scotty. Thank you, Scotty. We need an AA in there. Good doesn't count if we don't quote something from the big book. All right. Hope you guys have a good week, and we will see you next week. Hello, this is Buddy C. I wanted to make you aware of several recovery-related resources that I've posted in the episode description. These resources include a list of recovery podcasts, a free sober meditation app, daily recovery email, shared Google recovery calendars. Hope you put some of these resources to use, and have a great week.